the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. Macbeth is in the house. So am I. We are live tonight, baby. That's right. 312-642-5600. We've got a lot to talk about. All right? Well, that's what happens when you take a week off, you lazy bum. I was actually working. Sure. And I'm going to tell you, even when I'm working on my real job, I'm thinking about this job. And I'll tell you what I mean. So as you know, I go to South Florida. I sell real estate, both coasts. And I did that this trip. I was on both coasts. Astonished. You know, the beauty of, of eating dinner by yourself and all your meals by yourself is you get to <laughs> eavesdrop on all the other tables, right? I love doing this. I love doing it. I can't help it. I like to see who gets along with their spouse, who doesn't. You watch the wandering eye. You enjoy the conversations of other people without having to pretend to be involved of one of your own. I actually enjoy the same sort of thing. I like, I like going to the food court at a mall when I have uh, the rare occasion when I have some spare time and just and just watch all the weirdos walk by. Absolutely yeah. love it. And here's the thing. There are nuances between the coasts, the east and west coast of Florida. They're, they're, they're politically absolutely different. Florida's like 10 different places. Really. Yes, but it's, it's, it's also enlightening, and I'll tell you what I mean. So on the west coast... Naples and Bonita Springs and Estero and Marco Island, they tend to lean a little bit more Republican. In fact, they are Republican, right? So when you're sitting there and you're listening to the debate of our current politics, it's far more interesting than these Sunday shows where we can watch Chuck Todd and how much hair he lost the week in a week, which I find amazing that he's got any left. And it's a little close to home for me. Anyway, um, at each table, disgusted with the process. I mean disgusted, where they're outraged so much so that even the breaking news that they're throwing at the people means nothing because the table has been set and the money and the, the attention and the trenches are dug, yeah. right? So I, it's not surprising to me to hear Republicans talk like that. And to, especially when you look at the numbers of the money that's being raised and, you know, you see the momentum that they have and, you know, great. I, and it's working exactly as I anticipated. And However, when I go to the other side, maybe it's not working as I anticipated. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I thought the Democrats would feel the same way. I thought that they would be more certain, more dug in, and more angry at the current administration. In fact, what I heard, and this, these are from not always English being their first language speaking people, 
is a disgust of the process, so much so that as Democrats, they're disincentivized to support Democrats. I really think, Macbeth. There really is no fervor. They could have rolled snake eyes on this whole thing, dude. Might have. And, uh, you know, as you see, this Ukrainian guy. Is he Ukrainian, Parnov? Les Parnov? I think so, yeah. By the way, what's with that hair, though? I don't know. You're one to talk, though. He's like a fat squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. I can't figure out their hair. That's actually extremely good. You know, he's got that little poof in the front like someone (laughs) smacked him in the forehead. I don't know what the hell's going on with this guy. That's a very good description. So first off, I'm distracted. And then he has this thing where he's going to let out pictures. And I mean, I'm wondering, is there somebody who looks at this and says, you know what? This is absolutely It's a Hail Mary. Well, one thing. And even if he's telling the truth. Yeah, it's still a Hail Mary. It's still unbelievable by who the presenter is. Yeah. I don't want to be told by Fat Squiggy. Anything. He's less credible than, than uh, who's the guy that testified against Gotti? Oh, Sammy, Sammy the, Bull. the Bull. He's got less credibility than Sammy the Bull. Yeah. It's ridiculous to me that we're watching this. And if you look at the Sunday news, it's as if they can't focus on the other things that have happened, which ironically, if they were principled people, if they could make an argument against the very social engineering that these policies are guaranteeing for our future. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. As I'm listening to the, the experts, this is my thing about politics. Politics is just a, a, a way in which we're, we're being overthrown from our freedoms and from our property. We can pretend there's differences, and there is nuanced differences, however. But the one thing that is certain is that as time goes on, your choices of your life, your rights over your own property, your freedom is, is dwindling at best, regardless of who's in office. Now, you could pretend that you like to be a servant to the government under Republicans a little bit better than you did under Democrats, but make no mistake about it. You are a servant to the government. Yeah. So I'm hearing the people who are the most tyrannical amongst us, the Democrats, accuse Trump of outraging the founders. Have you listening to this argument? I've, I've heard it, yeah. It's on every lead-in to the impeachment. Yeah. The reason in which they're justifying this is that they are saying the founding fathers of America would be outraged at Donald Trump. Now listen, are they right? Yes. Maybe they would be, yeah. But, but not for what they're saying. Not by the accusations of the actual socialists right. who you're the reason... The founding fathers went to war. Yeah, Trump would the, be um, next on the list. The American them. Democrat is a disgrace to Americanism. There's not one policy that they have that embodies Americanism. Not one. I would confine that to the leadership, because I'll bet if, if just on a one-on-one basis, there's a lot of common sense people who are simply looking to maintain what they have, not saying that's right. But I think there are, are there a lot of blue dogs who are very scared of uh, the way the leadership is going right now because they still have to win their districts. You know what my retort to that and is? Trump's going to carry their districts. One word. Poppycock. That's uh-huh. poppycock. No, no. Each and every Democrat, from the lowly minimum wage Democrat, talking about how bad life is and how much help he needs, all the way up to the phony billionaire Democrats like Mike Bloomberg, are little dictators. Each And every one of them. Nice try, Sean. They want to socially engineer life itself. And they cannot stand the idea that people are asking for their own freedoms and their own rights. See, because they are those despots that the Republicans cloak themselves in. 
I think if you were a little further away from this election and these people had more time or the ability to get themselves on the ballot under the other party, you'd have a lot more people switching parties at this point. You cannot find a Democrat, McBeth, and I mean this, from an unemployed Democrat to a billionaire Democrat that doesn't want to run things like a tyrant. Joe Manchin. Tyrant. No. Joe Manchin is a tyrant. You're out of your mind. Listen to the the basis of the Democrat ideology is social engineering, is economic engineering, is manipulation of the American citizen through and through. Policy on on a policy platform. uh, Yes, I'm talking about the actual policy. So my point is about individual. The irony of these Soviets claiming that they are somehow in tune with what the founding fathers had intended for the running. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's bad enough when I hear Republicans talk like that. Right. And let alone when Pretend you hear like the, there's some sort of virtuous. The American mm. communist now talks like that. Oh. And what I've seen is, is a transition to where Democrats, former Democrats, like Jim Cramer. You know Jim Cramer from that scam show yeah. where he front runs information, front runs hyperbole? You may know him better from the Iron Man movies where he talks about how Stark Industries it's going downward. And I don't say this because it, it, when Jim Cramer first reared his ugly head, I did, I was, you know, kind of like interested in his story and I, as, as being he's involved in it, he's entertaining. Yeah. And, you know, I was curious until I dug into him, no, he's up the- his history yeah. and his book, which, by the way, I suggest everyone read it. You know how he started out, right? He was a journalist. Right. Did you, a journalist who was doing, uh, he, he couldn't Are we get use a job. quotes on that one? I'm going to use air quotes. He couldn't get a job in anything but covering the financial industries, yeah. and that's where he so-called was intrigued it's by running. very few journalists want to do. And <laughs> do you know what happened to the fund he ran? Mm. Bankrupt. Mm. In fact, his wife, who is the true genius, is the one who saved him. His wife is the trading genius, not him. He is what he, what, he, what he appears to be, an MC carnival barker who has made a fortune. <laughs> by the way, what he does to me, how could you possibly have a show like that where you're telling people to invest, you're enthroning it, and the, the stocks are rallying based specifically on that show? That's what I used to be told Short was term. a pump and dump. Yeah. I mean, it's based on nothing but his show. Well, and he doesn't really disclose what he owns either. Well, he's because he's a fraud. I mean, he's it, got to it, ask his wife. What it's he owns. entirely possible that none of the things that he speaks about he owns, but I find that hard to believe because he's he's got to ask his wife what they own. Anyway, he uh, <laughs> now has done a complete flip, and I want to tear this apart if we have time. I believe we do. I think we do. Next segment oh. we do. Can I hit this clip? I think you got to hit a button. In there. Uh, you could try. All right. Jim, uh, Mnuchin's appearance this morning did bring us something new, and that was the notion of Phase 2A, Phase 2B, Phase 2C. So stories evolving rapidly. Look, I, I think that the takeaway for me is the tariffs worked. Now, that is so outrageous, dude. <laughs> phase 2A, Phase 2B, and, and yeah, tariffs work. Why isn't he talking about the debt and the continued quantitative easing in the repo market funding? It's a pump and dump on the entire country. 312-642-5600. See you in Ukraine soon. This is the Liberty Hour 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. That's timing, baby. Everybody See, I, 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 listen, they're not, it's not a long in-scene, it's only like a 30, but I can hustle when I have to. I can well, make it back. You, know, you don't have to be in studio when the intro starts. You just have to be in studio when I point. So the reason I was out of studio is because I have to vent to you. Yeah. Because I am so frustrated. I've never liked a liar. And you didn't even get to everything. In my whole life, really, even oh, as yeah, a, do it again during the next. Even as a kid, I can't stand a liar. To me, once somebody lies to you, it's this isn't baseball, baby. You get one strike, not three. From that moment on, anything you say, I can never really take for anything other than a lie. Well, I've got you That's on why video. I could never be a Democrat. I've got you on a fixed camera right now, oh. and I can see what your hands are doing. So if this was baseball, I'd be suspended for a year. <laughs> but my point is, like when we hear. The Democrats, Elizabeth Warren. She's a convicted, oh, habitual liar. Yeah. I mean, it, so when someone says they support her, right then and there, I know I'm dealing with, which, a, with an idiot. Makes, You're obviously an idiot. Which makes the gall of her walking up to Bernie Sanders saying, I think you just told me a liar on national TV. Right. And and he, he, he should have just said, well, I think you lied on national TV. <laughs> Why I so enjoyed the Tea Party uprising is that I was under the impression there were millions of us who were no longer going to tolerate lies so to me last a long time didn't it? it is it is our obligation our responsibility to monitor and fact check what our side is saying that's why you know and it's responsibility people, to ourselves right and I, I i i catch a lot of this whenever i fill in for a show or whenever i do something they go ah you're getting too far into the weeds right so i'm gonna try and stay out of the weeds but i have to tell you to look out for this because no one is going to tell you As I listen to Cattle Drive, radio and TV, they're focusing like this salesman, this fraud, this carnival barker, Jim Cramer. He's a fraud. And they're they're, they're doing what he does, where they're giving you the cherry and not the, the, the garbage it's on. Okay? So I'll tell you what I mean by that. The debt and the borrowing and the monetizing of that debt is the problem in this country. Meaning printing money. And... Making it appear to be an asset. That's monetizing debt. That's Enron stuff. That's Enron, magic math, Illinois taxation, Illinois government stuff. And that's the point that I should make. I mean, if people are complaining about you being in the weeds, isn't the weeds supposed to be the thing that helps us make our budget this year? I mean, you know. Yeah, exactly. Different weeds. So I'm going to, right. Oh, yeah, different weed. But same thing. That one comes with car accidents. Anyway. Sometimes. My wife did this to me. So I'm going to use my wife as an example. All right. She calls me up or no, no, no. She called me up and said, isn't it great? What's going on? Cause she's a big Trump with the hat, the whole nine yards. And she says, look at what he's doing for the farmers. And I say, you mean welfare? And we get in an argument and I'm not being argumentative. I am pointing out the reality that we are redistributing wealth. We are picking and choosing winners and losers for this ideology of collectivism where this guy and four other, three of whom are Democrats, politicians are in control of the macro economy. And I thought as Americans, we're against that. So the, my, my point is, I want Trump to win. I need him to win because we cannot afford a socialist. But eventually, he will be unable to win because five years will go by. So in five years, when one of these old Soviets, and apparently they are never too old to run, when one of these old Soviets takes possession of that office, 
And we've sat by as that office has become more powerful, more able to write law and spend money and go to war and all these policies that we said we were against when a Democrat was in there. What are you going to do? How can you be consistent about the monetizing of our future destruction of debt if you shut up now? If you sit on your hands, if you pretend that this collectivism, this seizure of trade by politicians is working and you're you're just saying it without meaning anything. See, that's what a con man does. And I'm waiting for our team to say, you know what? We need to win and we're going to win, but we're going to win because we are righteous, because we are principled, because we stand for Americanism. But we don't anymore. So I'll just shut up, right? I'll wait for Sundays to roll around, and I'm going to do it now. Because this is the important thing that needs to happen. You're going to get caught up in 11 months of nonsense. Nonsense. Pep rally, WrestleMania, rah-rah. And in the meantime, you're watching the the death. You want to know something? When I was a kid, I did. My father used to take me, my grandfather, to the stadium. Is it? Oh, in oh, person. Oh, with the cigar smoke. I used to love the fights see. in the stands. I grew the up with Crusher n- and the Bruiser. These are, are you nuts? I grew up with nothing. So we had one entrepreneurial kid in class who would just come with like nine VHS copies and sell them for five bucks. That's great. So it was the last time I watched a <laughs> yeah. WrestleMania. I think you I was about 10. You know what you call that kid today? Boss. Yeah, genius. He's actually uh, an artist. All right, let's go. We got calls. By the way, I'm excited we got calls because isn't there a foosball game on? Uh, I believe there might be. That's a blowout, though, huh? Uh, we're hoping so. All right, Tom, Deer Park, how are you, buddy? Hi, Sean. Yeah, I'm calling for Packerland. Everybody's really sad up here. But uh, I'm listening to your show, and you're talking about Elizabeth Warren and the lies and how all her people, the progressives, enjoy it and love the lies. And we are in a populist moment. Uh, I never thought I'd see it from our side, the right, the conservative side, that not only embraces the lies from the president, but seems to actually enjoy them and get off on them. So I never thought I'd see this happen, but both sides, the base of both sides, embraces the lie. But I'll tell you one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by, Tom. And I have my best man at my wedding, my wife. They're big. They got the Caddyshack hat on the whole nine yards. And what I've seen that I never thought I would see is the idea that conservatism would be wrapped in a scheme. I would, took so much pride in what we were as capitalists and as people who stoked American beliefs, and all we really wanted was a scheme. But it, conservatism isn't wrapped in a scheme. A scheme is wrapped in conservatism. Oh, I That's like the that. thing. Say because that. It, it, what you're saying yeah. isn't conservatism. It's the word conservatism well, being applied to, you know. That'll start a fight in a cigar store, I'll tell you that. Tom, Great. thank I'll you be so there much for coming. I do appreciate it. And isn't that really the truth? I thought that we were the ones, didn't we name it the damn Tea Party? Weren't we arguing about citizen governance? Or were we just like, no, change our dictator, change the scheme and the idea? I'm sorry, I know that this, we're in the weeds. And see, here's the, here's the other perception I want to tell you. Everybody knows and believes that the majority of people want echo chamber conversation. They want to be told rah-rah. And maybe you do, maybe you don't. I want my guys to do the right thing. Not interested in popularity. If I was, you don't think I could sell that rah-rah, that populism? That's obviously, it's easy to sell because a lot of people are buying it and nobody is, is connecting the dots of the fact you are part of a scheme. And that when farmers get welfare, it's not subsidies. 
It's not righteousness. It's not fair trade. It's welfare. And I thought we're against that. Let's go to the phone lines. Ed, thank you so much for calling. How are you? Yeah, good, good evening. So I was just reading in the Tribune, and uh, this lady's talking about uh, how uh, Trump lied that uh, his, uh, the economy really started under him, which actually didn't. I think it started under Mr. Trump. Wait, 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 what are you talking about? The economy started under, under Americans. Obama. But yeah. Oh, you mean this, this yeah. boom? This the boom? boom. Yeah. Well, it, right, right. The boom started under President Obama instead of Mr. Trump. Well, I think they're both wrong. It's actually, it started, um, the fraud in it started under Bush. Yeah. When he bailed out what, what was a scheme that was started way back under Clinton, yeah. even before Clinton. A lot of the, the Community is... Reinvestment Act, everyone blames Carter. It's really started under Nixon. Yeah. Nixon was the original scam artist who had all of these schemes. By the way, the same guy who gave you the EPA by executive order. Yep. Same guy who gave you, oh, uh, uh, what's the one, OSHA. And his concept was for the Department of Education that uh, Carter signed. OSHA's really not the worst thing ever. No, but it's, uh, I understand <laughs> that. But, and if it would have come up organically, I wouldn't have an Absolutely. issue with it. Yeah. My point is, Ed, this scheme economy of monetizing debt and making it show up as growth isn't really a benefit for you and me. It may look like it. And if you have stock at, or if you have a, a pension and it's got the windfall from it. Yeah, 401k. It, yeah. It's really not real, though. Ed. You realize there's 50 less companies, 50% less companies than there were before 2008. You really got to count on being able to get out exactly when you need to get not out. Not to mention, Ed, these companies that you're, everyone's talking about are growing. The only thing that's growing is their debt. And they're taking that money and buying stock back. That's not actual growth. And to quote Reverend Wright, those chickens come home to roost. It's not bad for all of us, man. Do the right thing. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. Liberty R. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So, one of the things I love about AM560 giving me the opportunity to do this yeah. is they, they load the show on iTunes. I believe you do it, right? Oh, yes. On iTunes. And um, they let me... We stream. Stream the show on Sean from EP. Is it Sean from EP or Sean It's from Sean Elmwood from Elmwood Park on Facebook. I yeah. have to ask you... <laughs> Facebook. Well, yeah. If you go to if you go to Facebook, which most yeah. people can at this point, because it's, it's not nineteen ninety nine. I'm Baba Wawa. And it's twenty twenty. So right. you go to Facebook. You go to the Sean from Elmwood Park page, and you can pretty much watch all of the show. We stream almost every, unless there's something wrong. Now, with will the they be able to see the box of the pizza you woof down in record time and have a spot on your? Show? I can hold it up. There's still one third of that pizza oh, you're left. So f- I never. Please, you eat like a teamster. All right, let's go. Uh, I drive to, like one too. Let's go to your namesake, George. How are you? Me? Yes. Yeah, listen, uh, you know, you're, you're on there, you're talking like you know Trump, you know, like you're, like you're inside his head. Would you really want to have a, a, a Elizabeth Warren or a Bernie Sanders for a president or a burnout Joe Biden? George is a good or, uh, See you, yeah. My stocks are up. Uh, I'm a disabled veteran. I get my medicine on time. They say hello, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. They used to treat me like I was a, a, a 
a, a, a monkey or something over the VA. They don't treat me like that anymore. And that's you know, Trump. When he got to be the president, they didn't put his picture up for months. You know, this guy has suffered the slings and arrows. All he's trying to do is what he thinks is right. And, you know, he's not the most articulate guy, but he's, he's changed this country. And why do you think Iran shot that plane down? Because they didn't know what he was going to do. And that's the way I want my enemy to think of me. They don't know what I'm so, going to do next. You know what you lose in combat after, the, after your plan? After first contact, your plan is over, buddy. Yeah, it's true of any fight. When did you start listening to the show tonight? Because Sean already <laughs> said that he didn't want Elizabeth Warren and that Trump was the only option. George, what and... war did you go to? What war were you in? Vietnam. Big deal. Big deal. No, thank you, man. No, thank you. No, thank you. And my uncle was in Vietnam. I don't want to hear any of that. Thanks for your service. No, no, you're not going to hear it from me. You'll hear it from Trump, the guy who didn't go. You'll hear it from him, but not me. And what you didn't hear is that I said. I don't listen to everything he says. No, no, you said. I know what he is. You said. You know what he is. He's got a beautiful family. Beautiful family. Beautiful, beautiful. That Ivanka, beautiful, witty, smart, gorgeous girl. And the the media treats her like garbage. You know, what? if I was her husband, I'd have a problem with that. Well, good thing her husband's a, a woman. Here's the other thing, George. Didn't you, did you, when you were you talking about... You would know about, a woman if when, you saw one. George, listen, George, careful. What a moron. I'm, I'm so sick of these idiots. Really, I have a low tolerance for stupid people. Well, all, I, I, I do I too, but I find them clearly. very entertaining, so I, I thought mean, it was you would so ridiculous. Did you listen to them? Yeah. So ridiculous. Well, I no, talk like see, I know Trump. Here's the thing, and I see this all the time, I mean, literally constantly, not just here with callers, it's just everybody, at, you know, someone is um, virtuous due to something unrelated to, to anything having to do with policy, right? Bernie Sanders is, is you know, he was a, a small town mayor and, and did this, and he's done it. Okay, but his policies are garbage, right? So this guy's daughter is attractive. <laughs> that might be a reason bizarre, for some people to vote for it's him. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Um, I can think First of, of all, better reasons. George, do you think he knows who Peter Navarro is? Do you think he knows that Peter Navarro is a Democrat? Do you think he even knows what collectivism is? Do you think he knows that a president of any kind, Democrat or Republican, is not to seize control of the economic trade, the macroeconomic policies of a country? That he is a president in this country of the people. He doesn't rule the people. It's un- Listen, here's the, here's the reality of the thing. It's unconstitutional for him to seize that kind of control of an economy. But George doesn't matter because Ivanka's hot. Now, that's a twisted son of a gun to me. You know, what difference does it make what their family is or their kids are? This is about policy issues and what is right for the country. George didn't talk about spending. He doesn't talk about that because he doesn't care. He didn't even talk See, about what's currently going in Trump's favor, like trade deals or... And- or the scam of the trade deal. Well, but but that's that would be the main. If you were going to say that, you know, if you had a, a Trump fan who's going to come on the air and they say, oh, "Well, what's you know, make the case," most of them are going to say, "Well, he's making trade deals. He's holding Iran's feet to the fire." They okay. say hi to him in the VA. This, this is okay. this hi. is well, okay, but this is uh, you know propaganda. But at least that's at least policy related propaganda. That's a window into what happens when a cult is formed in your country. Here's, when it's not the issues at hand, it's the personality. And it's the love. If you listen to him, he loves Trump. He loves what's going on. Slings and arrows at Trump. I'm talking about macro economy of which Here's one man doesn't have the control to do. And as far as intention, didn't Mussolini have good intentions? Right. Well, here's the thing, too, is that I think at this point, I don't know, I, I can't speak for you, but I think at this point, neither of us see a better option than Trump. 
Of course right? not. So you we're probably this moron. we're probably both voting for Trump. I'm not. So, so I think George is probably yelling at the wrong person. Well, you get your, here's your choice. You have the Democrat or you have the socialists. That's the difference. Because as we redistribute wealth, as we continue the, the schemes, as we intimidate the Fed, which, by the way, isn't that a big thing that the conservatives were against? We're intimidating the Fed. We're Somebody printing wanted to money. audit it. But, we're, uh, we're, you want, or what happened to all that? What happened to all that? The idea is I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at the ability of the American intellect to be swayed in such a way to where you're in love with people versus married to policies and principles that make America great in the first place. 312-642-5600. Sean from Elmwood Park. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. You know, McBeth, my argument is against a rigged game. I don't mind the risk or the loss. I don't like when the game is rigged. We've actually had this conversation. You don't even mind sort of playing around with policy a little bit and experimenting. That's what the state, that's the whole state model is for. That's fine. It's a state model. It's exactly right. Right. So these particular things that I'm fighting against, this manipulation, this corporatism, this scheme of policies, this has a tendency to enrich the most corrupt among us. Right. For instance, in these in these bills that we're supposed to cheer as conservatives, as capitalists, these are payoffs and protection for unions, which I view my experience and history itself has taught us. Yeah. Our labor mafias. Now, from the UAW to the lowly uh, service employee union. It's pretty clear, though, why the administration panders to that crowd. It's just because they put him in office. He carried Michigan. That's and correct. Pennsylvania. That's, and you're and right. Wisconsin. So without them, he's not there. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, when you talk about fighting the war against coal, right. So you're, you're trying to back up coal. That's all union labor. So, yeah. yeah, of course, especially until after the next election, I'm for you're not going to get anti-union policy. And I'm for capitalism. I'm for the American citizen being in control of his property. Yeah. That's all I'm arguing about. That's all. To me, that's the argument we're supposed you to have. still need to do that show on eminent domain. Yeah, because, right. And this idea that we're supposed to buy it because, okay, this guy says he's a Republican. And he, you know, listen, is he better than the socialist? As we've been reminded, Hands as down. we've as we say, before I criticize him at Hands every down. level, he's got to win. Yeah. Right. He's got to win. The There's only no question choice. about it. But yeah. you don't have to become a fool or a follower. You don't have to become a sycophant. Or don't a sell your soul. That's the bottom line is don't sell your intellectual soul. That's what I loved about the Tea Party. For once, the entire country, the capitalists, the non-socialists were united and understood what they had to be. Yeah. Now, and it for lasted some reason, for nine months and then they all turned back into opportunists. Eighty percent of the Tea Party people. Just want a dictator they love because their daughter's hot. Okay. Peggy, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hi. It sounds like you've been... <laughs> you should read Nietzsche. Um, I guess anyway, he should. I have read Nietzsche. He really have should read, read, read it again. He was the guy that said, you know, if you take morality out, yeah. uh, what you're going to have is a world that's out of control. He also believed... And soon everything will just fall apart. And if you're looking at your world and you're thinking... How come people are getting shot? How come they're, you know, all this stuff is happening? How come the politicians are so correct? Well, maybe you've lost the center. You know what maybe else? Maybe something really radically is wrong at the core. It's like, 
I see originally I called because I I didn't understand why they kept in Illinois they keep spending and they say well we need more tax money and I'm thinking have you thought about cutting spending oh no we can't do that well why not <laughs> Peggy I was a, I was it, a kid when I realized it's government failure that's their greatest asset it's their greatest weapon against us well, so the debt and the, the failure you know, that's... I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you a little secret, and then you really won't sleep at night. The Christians know that within a year, 2021, God is going to judge this country. We, we asked, well, what does that mean? He said, it means no law, no order, no protection except what I give, and all money will be worthless and cannot support you. Unfortunately, I'm that dovetails with what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, well, uh, what do we do? You know, because like Christians are sheep, right? They don't know. And he said, use your money Jeez. while it still has value. And yeah. he said, well, what's going to happen when this hits the fan? Because, like, if your money doesn't have any value, what are you going to do? He said, um, anarchy. Now, Peggy, I'm going to ask you because I'm actually at a loss right now. Because I can't remember if it was Nietzsche or Voltaire who said 80% of, of, of human beings want to be slaves. God. I think it was Voltaire. but how, no, it wasn't God. That, that's a terrible thing. 80% but, of you want to be slaves? You want to know? God, listen, oh Peggy, Peggy, look around us. It's about a lack of courage People to be your own master. People want right? to be led. They yeah. want to feel safe, and they want to feel protective, and they want to feel tucked in. And they don't want to necessarily have to put all the effort in that you would have to do to run your own. And, and, and I'll tell you when I noticed a real problem, Peggy, is during the original debates when they started to talk about how I'm going to do this and I'm going to run it like this and the country needs to be run like a company. That is the most anti-American position ever, yet it is embraced by the American pretend conservative. And those are dark days, Peggy. Thank you so much. Spend your money. Ain't going to mean anything anyway. Yeah, your, your money's getting devalued whether the prophecy's true or not, right? And apparently... If Christians you, know this. If Christians know this in any, 2021. No, you're I, virtuous. I didn't know that. Whatever. Did you know that? No, I, I didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah. But at Voltaire is starting to look a little, him and Darwin are getting hard to argue with. George Orwell's turning out to be like a prehistorian. George Orwell was Nostradamus. See, you know, I was watching the Democratic debate for about 15 minutes before I started to gag the other night. And uh, they should have had an InSoc poster behind him. You yeah. Know? And I'll tell you another thing that's been bothering me. For those me. who don't get that, go read 1984 and I, shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. Um, I was watching how much money has been increased for government spy agencies the NSA, and for all of it, and who they're monitoring, which, by the way, it's us. And I was amazed at the lack of pushback by the American conservative. I'm starting, you know, we've said this before, I think it was our first show, what is conservatism? It turns out it's a Kennedy Democrat. I had no idea. At this point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, when you look at policy-wise, let's see, strong defense, uh, national security, you know, internal security, um, you know what? Lower taxes, individual it is, freedom. It is so great for for us that our argument is with Trump and not with the Soviet Bernie Sanders. There's no question about it. And I will always agree with callers and people who say, "What do you want, Hillary?" Or you know, of course not. No. But when do you want the America you think existed when you were in school? When do you want the liberty you were promised? by the people who died to make this country? Or do you just not want it anymore? 312-642-5600. See you in Ukraine soon. You've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay. You know, morons. 
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. You know, I think what set me off was the 100% tariff threat to, to Europe. I mean, first thing you do when you go to war with a country is sanctions. Very first thing you do. Whenever you have a dis- disagreement with a country, what do you do? You implement sanctions. What are sanctions? It's to prevent trade with that country. Why, right. in peacetime, would you put sanctions on your citizens? I, well, I, I can't figure it out. That's essentially what a tariff is, isn't it? It's about manipulation and control. It's a rigged game, and that's why I'm so against it. Let's get John in. Let's We're almost at the end of the show, and he just called, but he's John, always a John Palatine, caller. how are you? Hey, uh, good, Sean and George. Thanks. Hey, listen. I just wanted to add to your commentary about the uh, about the Democrats uh, saying I can't believe they're coming up with this nonsense about how the what the founding fathers would think. What yeah, would the founding it. fathers think about socialists running our country? They would have put all of them in in boats and kicked them out of the country. The entire Democratic exactly. Party is is against the Constitution. It's amazing to me. There was a huge that fight. They have the audacity to even let it leave their lips when when creating our. And, and why doesn't Trump's team bring that up? You like, know why? Uh, vocally because they, and because, publicly, John, the similarities are yeah. astonishing. It's to the me. same reason Biden doesn't want an investigation into Ukrainian oil companies. And it, it, it's it's the other. The other thing that I'm astonished by is the fact that the American Republican isn't demanding help against the 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 yoke of tyranny in Obamacare. I am amazed. Yeah. We're we're in the last year of this guy's first term, and nothing, zero. Oh, he he. Hey, changed, remember this? He ch- if you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor. Yeah, but he yeah, changed, well. and and a lot of people are yelling. He changed the rule that you can't be fined uh, against your income. So what? I'm still paying eight times as much for health insurance. What does that help me? That means that if you have a family of four, you have to just cancel your insurance and do what exactly? Yeah. And you know what? They And John, all they really wanted was the increase, and they call it a subsidy. I was amazed how many Republicans take that subsidy and don't realize they're on welfare. The okay. problem is we lost the language, John. Nobody wants to Isn't be in Isn't it horrible to, to realize that basically everyone you thought was for you is against you? Because everybody, you know what the politicians realize? It's a shame, but it must be a human condition. We're covetous of each other, yeah. and we'd rather see people torn down than built up. Yeah. And the reality is people are afraid of freedom. Listen, freedom and principles, they're expensive, they baby. Courage. It's expensive. You've got to work hard. You're going to probably lose a lot. You may not have anything in the end, but you're a free man. Or yeah. you could just sell out and go and, and, and be a part of a welfare system. That's the thing is when they were forming our government, right, there was a huge argument. And if you ever you know, read the Federalist Paper, there's a huge argument. Read Madison's uh, journal. Yeah. Many of them had said, no, 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 no. We need to keep this as independent states. If we need to defend ourselves, we can pool our militias. But we need to keep ourselves. In. We don't want any sort of federal or centralized government. The idea that people who are now trying to sell you on the ultimate centralized federal government that controls almost every aspect of your lives saying that they're the ones that the founders would say. Just insane. John, do you think when the De- Declaration of Independence was being crafted and they and they put that very specific thing about the king cutting that off trade. That they had Bernie Sanders in mind? That they, well, think about this. <laughs> the king was cutting off trade. Isn't that what the American conservative wants to do? I'm just, oh, okay. I'm just disgusted by and, it, John. And what was the Stamp Act? That was sort of a tariff. It, it was a tariff. Because it's your own people. Yeah. We weren't a foreign country. John, we need to get back our language, and we need to get back that that principled, fundamental economics of what is the Tea Party. What yeah. was the big deal? We what need was to the grow outrage? the Tea Party again. 
You know, why aren't they talking about the deficit and the debt and the spending, John? Why? This guy's biggest accomplishment is spending. And he's never brought in more revenue, and he brags about it. That's not conservative. We just have the best Democrat in office. And I know I'm supposed to shut up. I know it's an election year, and I know I would be more popular if I did that rah, rah, rah. I'm sorry. I got to do it. I got to do it my way because it's about liberty. And by the way, when you go to the the, uh, the uh, pillow, my pillow. Oh, yeah. Promo code liberty because oh. I'm beating Amy Jacobson and all comers. Promo code liberty. You didn't think I could fit that in, did you? I don't care. We'll be back next Sunday night. Thank you so much for listening. Even the ones that hate me. Thank you. I have to go home. 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 